Hi guys, it's Wednesday, December 13th. I'm coming off a super high from doing polls yesterday about Kim and Kanye's relationship through the lens of Kim's fashion evolution because I think that they are quite intertwined, their relationship and her style. It was super fun. I got a lot of feedback and a lot of answers from people. I know it was like really Kardashian focused, so if that's not your vibe, it wasn't for you. But hopefully for those, it is their vibe. They were really interested and it was fun for them. Today is going to be just a regular episode, scrolling through Facebook and seeing what we can get. So I wanted to start actually with a TikTok that I just watched. It's about how to answer the question in an interview, tell me about yourself. And this girl goes into saying that, you know, you shouldn't talk about your family and why, you know, your dad always wanted you to go into finance. And so that's why you went into it and blah, blah, blah. She says, address the past pretty quickly. So, you know, I went to XYZ school. I majored in this and minored in this. Uh, It was a great experience and it led me to the present and talk about where you currently work, maybe a valuable experience that you've had before your current job, and then go into the future and say something like, I really like my current job, but I would like to move into X, Y, and Z. She basically made the point that you can you need to keep it short and don't, you know, blabber on about your personal life because people have their own personal lives and they don't really care about that. They just want to get this interview over with and see if you're the correct person for the job. So I thought that was really good advice and I wanted to share it with everyone who might be applying to new jobs. Okay, so I'm gonna start on Facebook. And there's been, it's been kind of like a shit show with pop culture. There's like a lot going on in terms of like little stuff and stuff that people are digging into because we just have so much time these days. So for example, um, I'll just get this out of the way. If you've been seeing anything about Army Hammer, he is an American actor and he in the past has been exposed, quote unquote, for liking things on Twitter and liking things on Instagram that have to do with kind of dark Um, kinks like cannibalism, which is something that I never thought I would say, but uh, that is what's going on with Army Hammer. People are digging in and finding kind of really, really creepy stuff that goes further than just a kink. And so the world, um, the pop culture audience is kind of trying to figure out what to do with that information, I guess. It can go one of two ways, I think, which one is people find the appropriate information and don't sensationalize it and take the appropriate action against Army Hammer um, to get someone that is potentially harmful out of the public eye. And the second option is for all these internet sleuths to just keep digging and digging and digging and create a jumbled conversation around kinks and kink shaming, which this I don't think is. In my opinion, I'm not a professional, but in my opinion, I don't The feeling I get is that this is more than a kink and it's actually um, an issue and needs to be addressed legally or otherwise with Army Hammer. So if you've been seeing that, that's just what that's been all about. And, you know, I'm trying not to get too involved, not involved, but I'm trying not to get too deep because I want the appropriate people to respond in the appropriate way with this. So that's that. Okay, first thing, Emma Roberts welcomed her child, her first child, her baby boy, to the world, and his name is Rhodes Robert Headland. I think that's a cute name. Um, I would never name my child Rhodes, but it seems like something that she, it seems cool when she does it somehow. <laughs> I don't know, but that's cool. I I have weird feelings about Emma Roberts. You know when you just get like a certain vibe about someone and it's not bad. It's just like, I don't think I would like connect with them in real life. 
that's the kind of vibe I get from Emma Roberts. And the only show or movie that I really, really loved her in was um, Unbreakable. I don't know. I think I think that's what it was called. It was like this weird Nick Nickelodeon, maybe Disney show. I don't know. I'm going to Google it. Unfabulous. Oh my God. Yeah. I loved Unfabulous. It was out when I was like a kid and it was, it was funny and cool. And Emma Roberts was the star, I believe. In my Kardashians group, it's reported that the Keeping Up with the Kardashian crew was gifted a Rolex each. The headline says the Kardashians thank the Keeping Up crew with 30 Rolexes. I mean, obviously it seems excessive and opulent because we could never afford a Rolex, let alone afford one to gift to someone. So it seems crazy, but I mean, these are the Kardashians. This is how they roll. And they obviously, with all the Instagram content that they did on the last day of filming, they obviously value their staff or their um, crew like above anyone else. You know, they've been with these people for 15 years. I'm sure the crew has secrets and knows things about these people that we don't. And so I'm sure the Kardashians value that loyalty and privacy above all else. Oh, that's so cool. I don't know if I would ever want a Rolex. I mean, I I would because of the flex of it all, but I don't know if they're cute watches. But good for these people, goddamn. <laughs> In one of my pop culture groups, this girl says, I feel shook after discovering that Nick Jonas is only 5'6". I don't feel shook, but it's funny. I've never seen like the, the height confirmed or written out like that. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, okay. The next post is about um, the David Dobrik's thousand uh, dollar puzzle that Ruby and I were supposed to do. I might order that right now. I want to do it because I want to win money. <laughs> Maybe I'll order that after this. Okay, a poll. Need new music to listen to? What albums do you consider no skip albums? Cool. Okay, this group is rather girly. Um, no shade, but that just want to put that out there for. Reasons why some of these albums are voted up here. Um, The first one is Golden Hour by Casey Musgraves. I love this album, and I would agree it's a no-skip album. Uh, There's quite a bit of Taylor Swift, which is annoying. Um, Fleetwood Mac, Dreams. Heard It in a Past Life, Maggie Rogers. Pure Heroin, Lord, Lemonade, Beyonce. 25 by Adele, Take Care, Drake. Melodrama, Lord, et cetera, et cetera. Auntie, Rihanna. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited to see your guys' no-skip albums because they're definitely going to be different than this group. Okay, poll. When you eat spaghetti with sauce, do you A or B? Okay, A is the spaghetti with the sauce on top, and then B is the spaghetti with the sauce mixed in. Okay, The top vote with almost 900 votes is B, so pasta sauce mixed in. And then second is A, pasta sauce on top. I do, I obviously, I start out as A and then I go to B. Okay, Uh, another poll question. Best dating advice you've ever received? Uh, Okay, I'll read a few comments. This girl says, don't try to convince yourself you like someone. If you like them, you'll know. Communication is key. Mm Mm-hmm. Don't be codependent. Don't just make his world your whole world. Have your own friends and spend time with them individually. Do things without the other person. You had a life before them and you should have your own life with them. Yeah. 
This says, I know too many girls who lost all their girlfriends because they made their boyfriend their whole life. And when it ended in a breakup, they were left scrambling. You need balance in your life. It will benefit your relationship. Yeah, I agree. This goes without saying. I think I didn't do this in my first relationships and I paid a price for it by not really knowing who I was outside of this person. Um, and so I'm glad I, there was a time in my life where I always put the other person first, not in like, I don't know. I just, I put the other person first and I am lucky that I have girlfriends or that I had girlfriends during that time who I'd been friends with for literally ever because they understood the ebb and flow of relationships and of people that, you know, women in particular, I think need to get it out of their, get these codependent situations out of their system almost. And if you have good friends who, you know, know that you need that, you need to see that to make a change on your own. Um, that was, I mean, thank God that I had that, but those were in, you know, high school and even early college. And I think in adult life, yeah, it's just, it's so important for us to have lives outside of our relationship and have individual lives because you have to be able to go to people in your life and, and not have them feel like, you know, you're only coming to them when it it's convenient for you or convenient outside of your relationship. I don't know. I mean, it's hard. It's so hard. Being codependent is so easy and it's so nice. And if you think you're going to be with this person forever, then it's kind of like, why do, why would I even bother? You know, I'm always going to have this. So who cares? And it's like, I completely understand that. But you know, I know we all, everyone finds so much value in the women relationships in their lives. I know I do. So, I mean, yeah, I would say that's a great advice from this girl. Just, you know, try to make an effort. She said it a little harshly, but definitely try to make an effort, I think, with everyone in your life. I know there have been points in my current relationship where I haven't been great at doing that, but, you know, we get better every day. So, I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep trying, but that's pretty good dating advice. Other, other than that, I mean, it's all kind of self-explanatory or like it's all intuitive and we all know it. So, I don't know. <laughs> that's just my thought, I guess. Ooh, okay. A poll. Which Zac Efron is peak Zac Efron? Whoa. The top vote is 2020 documentary Zac. The second vote is Greatest Showman Zac. The third is Neighbors Zac. And fourth is Seventeen Again Zac. And there's all the other um, random movies. But holy shit, I'm shocked that Seventeen Again Zac is not at the top. I haven't watched his documentaries from 2020, so I don't know if that's peak Zac Efron. Who knows? <laughs> My vote is Seventeen Again. Okay, uh, poll. Is Shrek iconic? With a thousand votes, yes, and 50 votes, no. I think Shrek is iconic. <laughs> okay, a poll. Does an ambulance go wee woo wee woo or be do be do? <laughs> That's so funny. Okay, wee woo wee woo wins with almost 6,000 votes, and then be do be do has no votes. That's hilarious. Yeah, it's wee-woo-wee-woo. Wee woo. <laughs> huh, okay. A poll. Scenario time. Let's say you see your boyfriend on weekends only. You stay there Friday till Monday morning. You never leave stuff there and basically live out of a suitcase. You have to pay for street parking and never inconvenience the roommate. The roommate suggests you need to split rent three ways and then settled for an extra $200 a month. Is this weird as fuck or am I crazy? 
Okay, with a thousand votes, the top answer is this is weird. Uh, the second answer is I'd be annoyed if it was every weekend, but wouldn't charge you rent. And then six votes, this is normal. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to vote this is weird because it's only the weekends. Like, that's how relation- most relationships work, especially, like, if you don't live together or if you're if there's any distance involved. I don't know. It's not weird Friday till Monday morning. Like, it just so happens that your boyfriend has a roommate and whatever. Uh, I think if it's any more than that, if it's, like, more than the weekends, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Living situations are so weird. I feel like you have to like clearly establish from the get go, like each person has to, you and your boyfriend have to like have an open conversation with the roommate either in the beginning before you start doing this or like as time goes on and you start to realize maybe the roommate is bothered by it. Like I feel like a frank and open conversation about what the roommate is comfortable with is definitely necessary. And I mean, yeah, no, you shouldn't have to split rent three ways if you're only there on the weekend. That's strange. I don't know. It's also important, I guess, to note that, like, the roommate agreed to live with your boyfriend. He didn't agree to live with you. And, like, home spaces are such personal spaces for people that, like, it is important to know at least or know from the get-go if your space is not just going to be you and this other person. Like, I don't know. That's why I think there need to be, like, clearly established boundaries between your boyfriend and his roommate. It definitely shouldn't be you having to figure it out. Okay. Ooh, this was fun. Um, pop culture. Okay, guys, I'm writing up a story rounding up the biggest celebrity scandals and controversies in the mess that was 2020. Uh, I'm excited to share it later, but I'm afraid I'm missing something. So with that being said, what's your personal favorite celeb drama this year? Think Hilaria Baldwin, the D'Amelio's and Chicken Nugget Gate, Ellen Takedown, the star-studded Imagine video, etc. Oh, wow. Justin Timberlake possibly cheating on Jessica Biel. I completely forgot about that. Also completely forgot that they welcomed a child this year. Uh, Not sure if this qualifies as celeb drama, but call her daddy situation. I got so invested in it. Uh, Love is blind. LOL. Whoa. Taylor Swift and Kanye West's phone call leaked this year. This girl says, I feel like it happened years ago. (laughs) Haha. So true. Huh. Larsa getting shunned by the Kardashians and breaking up a marriage for clout lol yeah I always wonder like with people like Larsa or Jordan when the Kardashians kind of like axe someone from their lives do they ever come back has there ever been an an instance where they kind of chopped someone out of their life and then they came back and had good standing again I don't know maybe I'll do some research the entanglement I forgot that was this year too okay that's enough of reliving 2020 Oh, love this poll. Okay. Which side of the Lunchable pizza does the sauce go on? (laughs) The fluffy, bumpy side or the flat side? Uh, Before I answer, I'm going to say I think it goes on the flat side because the fluffy, bumpy side seems like it would go down on the pan. Yeah, everyone's agreeing with me. It goes on. Oh, wait, fuck. Are they? No, they're saying it goes on the fluffy, bumpy side, the bottom side. Interesting. Weird. I disagree. (laughs) Okay, guys. So as I'm editing this and recording it, I'm realizing that I was wrong about which side I thought they were referring to when they said fluffy, bumpy side. So I thought they meant fluffy, bumpy side was the bottom because it looks a little scraggly, but they meant the fluffy, bumpy side is like the poofy top part. 
So essentially everyone was agreeing with me, but I thought they were disagreeing. So I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Yes, in my pop culture group. Um, Michael B. Jordan is Taken, ladies, by Lori Harvey, who is Steve Harvey's daughter. I'm jealous of her, but happy for her and them. (laughs) For those of you with tattoos, where are your favorite placements? My favorite placement of any of the tattoos I have is on the back left of my left arm. And it was, it's a tattoo of a digital art piece that one of my close friends, Blush, um, made last year. Holy fuck, Betty White is about to be 99. (laughs) That is, this is really funny. Uh, This girl posted on her page and said, Helpful context about claims of First Amendment violations for people who stormed the Capitol. And Donald Trump. Um, This guy tweeted, To anyone complaining about a private media company kicking Trump off their platform, think of Twitter as a Christian bakery and Trump as a gay wedding cake. (laughs) Funny. Accurate. Oh, this is cool. In my New York group, cookie enthusiasts. Troop 6000 is a Girl Scout troop comprised of homeless girls here in New York City. The funds that they raise help pay for their camp, badges, activities, trips, and overall funds for their programs that otherwise these girls would not be able to afford. As if you need another excuse to eat cookies right now, dot, dot, dot. And then she put the link to the cookie buying um, site. So that's dope. I'm going to share it with everyone. I'll probably put it in like Slack channels and group chats that I have as well. It's super cool. <laughs> in my... Dumois group. Am I the only one who really misses all the hilarity? These army stories are just too much. Agreed. Do you make your bed every morning? Uh, with 700 votes, no. With 500 votes, yes. I do. I do. Proud of myself for that. Apparently, it's really a good thing to make your bed every morning. Like, you can, it's good because you feel like you've checked off a task that's super easy to do. And then every time you walk into your room throughout the day, you feel accomplished. And when you're ready for bed, you can hop into a made bed, which is always nice. Wow. In my stock group. And with this, with this information, I will say, I will make a disclaimer. Please don't take any financial advice from this podcast. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about ever. Uh, It's all like speculative and just interesting to me. But anyways, this girl posted, very happy I bought GameStop when I did a few months ago at $11.19. It's up to $26.95 today so far. Uh, This is my biggest growing stock, and I plan on holding it and letting it grow more. And someone commented, I bought 100 shares for my son back in April when it was $2.80. I woke up this morning, and this boy has a little over 3 k in there. I want to pull out before it dips again. So cool. Good for her and good for her son. Aw. Uh, poll is it weird for an adult 18 plus to own slash sleep with a stuffed animal every night and with 10,000 votes there's no nothing wrong with that and no votes for yes it's weird yeah I have a stuffed animal that I've had since I was like two years old um it's a tiger named Hannah (laughs) I still have her I sleep with her every night (laughs) okay these five emojis will be your January vibe okay and it's out of your frequently used emojis, it's a diagonal line starting from the top left one and going down to the bottom right one. Although there are six columns, so it's the first top left one going down to the bottom 
second to last in the right bottom row. Oh my God. Well, I'll post it so you guys can literally see. Uh, but okay. These five emojis will be your January vibe. Let's see what my January vibe is. Aw, cute. I'm going to text them to myself. Let's see. Okay. Okay. This is what we're working with. The smiling, blushing face emoji, the heart eyes. Oh, that's the fucking, I'm so stupid. Okay. That's the smileys and people. Okay. My frequently used, thank God. Here we go. Is a green check mark. Oh, am I going to get verified? Stop. <laughs> um, a crying face profusely. This emoji that I used by accident, which looks to be Mandarin figures. Um, a laughing sideways face. And then the shook eyes wide emoji. Okay. Okay. I feel good about that. That seems like it's going to be a good thing, even though there's a crying emoji. We'll see. Ooh, something in my um, branding advertising group. So I'm not going to read this post because I don't want to like out this girl for where she works or anything. But um, apparently when you're a brand and you're not sponsoring the Super Bowl or you're not like directly sponsoring it and haven't been like paid to be affiliated with it, you can't use the term Super Bowl. Uh, you have to use big game or game day. Interesting. That's kind of annoying. Baby name, Miles. I love the baby name, Miles. Not because it's Chrissy Teigen's son name, son's name. I liked it before that. But I do like the name. Whoa. Okay. This is a poll. Is this color cream or gray? And I'll post the color. Hmm. I honestly would say neither. It's taupe. But for the sake of this poll, I'm going to say cream. Okay. And... Cream has the most votes at 4,000 votes, and then there's only 300 for gray. Yeah, it's definitely more cream, soft vibe. I'm always so curious about how other people see and think of colors, so I'm curious to know what your guys' favorite colors are. I'm getting a mixed bag from requesting people, uh, or from asking people what color they would like their name to be on this podcast. It's been pretty interesting, but Maybe I'll ask what your guys' favorite colors are, and then I'll do, like, a this or that poll um, option. Hmm. This girl's asking, does anyone have a solid Wisconsin beer cheese dip recipe? Hmm. Never even heard of that. Actually, I have. Cheese dip is for pretzels, and Wisconsin is a cheese state, and beer cheese is a thing. So there you go. This girl commented and said, the best cold one is 48 ounces of cream cheese, a can of Miller Lite a packet of ranch seasoning, and two handfuls of shredded ch cheddar. <laughs> shredded cheddar. Mix it all with a kitchen aid for like five minutes to get it fluffy. Hmm. Yeah, I bet that's good. What the fuck? I've never thought of this before in my sandwich group. Leftover spinach and artichoke. Oh my God. Leftover spinach and artichoke dip grilled cheese. I added bacon because I'm trying to be healthy, but I'm still here to party. Wait, you added bacon to be healthy? <laughs> what? Uh, that looks so delicious. I am so jealous. Oh, God. Bruce Willis asked to leave store for refusing to wear a mask. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Dead. Okay. This is funny. So this says, this picture meme thing says, you're in labor. Your delivery team is from the last TV show you watched. Who's delivering your baby? This girl says, mine is the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills cast. <laughs> 
I'm dead. Can you imagine Erica Jane delivering a baby? That would be iconic. Or Lisa Rinna. Honestly, you're in good hands. You'll be fine. Uh, This person said, Shit's Creek. I hope Moira knows how to catch. (laughs) That would be a crazy delivery room, the Shit's Creek um, cast. (laughs) The women from The Bachelor wish me luck. Oh my god, yeah, you would die. (laughs) Grey's Anatomy. I'm safe. Good for that girl. What what's the last thing I watched? I'm dead. The last thing I watched was Shit's Creek too last night. Okay, yeah, David, Alexis, Moira, Johnny, get ready. <laughs> this is a funny tweet that I actually saw on Twitter and now it's made its way into one of my Facebook groups. But the tweet says, "Putting soup in a square Tupperware, it's just not right. It should be in a circle one, which is the shape of soup." <laughs> and so this girl posted, "Is shoot? Oh my god." Is soup round shaped? And let's see what people said. With 5,000 votes, yes, it's totally round shaped. And then 1.5 thousand, which is quite a bit. Um, No, soup is not a round shape. I think it definitely is. Uh, Yes, there is a Sex in the City revival officially set at HBO Max. It is sans Samantha, who is the blonde PR lady who likes sex in the show. I have not watched Sex in the City. Honestly, I saw maybe one of the movies one time in New York, but that's it. So I'm happy for all you guys. Maybe I should watch that show. I don't know. See. And okay, I'll round this out, I guess, um, because it's gone on a little long. But Kamala Harris was on the cover of Vogue. And she looks delightful. I'm so happy for her. <laughs> oh, wait. Okay, sorry. One more thing because this just caught my eye. Uh, this headline says, Gwen Stefani and Gavin Rossdale's marriage annulled only five years after their divorce. Huh. I don't understand. I think annulment is like you're saying that your marriage was never valid in the first place. I only know that because of friends when Ross and Rachel get married in Vegas (laughs) and then they are trying to get it annulled. But the lady is like, have you guys had a prior relationship to this? And they say no. And then it's discovered that they like were in a serious relationship, but obviously this marriage wasn't a result of that. It was a result of a drunken night. So I've gathered that an annulment is something that you do after you divorce if you want to completely erase the validity of your marriage. I don't know if that's incorrect, but uh, I'm going to go with it for now. That's really strange. I don't know why you would do that. A divorce is just as valid, in my opinion. Honestly, even more valid. Weirdo. Okay, I think that is it for today. This was really fun. Thank you guys for listening, as always. And polls for this one will probably be up tomorrow. Okay, bye.